Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people that you do business with. And uh, we love to share stories and, and kind of show how people got into the professions that they're in and what they do and, and how they can help you out. So super excited today to be joined by Tanya from Senior Helpers of Fargo, North Dakota. And uh, we're going to be talking about the things that she does for home care. And we've got Senior uh, Independence Month coming up in February. So it's a good time to kind of touch on this topic here. So first of all, Tanya, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So first of all, just kind of give our listeners and viewers an idea of your background and what led you into the home care profession. So I have a bachelor's degree in nursing from North Dakota State University. Um, have, have been working in the corporate world most of my career. In fact, my job led us, my family and I, out to Billings, Montana in 2008. We lived out there for about 12 years. Um, at that point in time, uh, my the company I was working for had gone through a reduction in force, and that propelled me to look at other options for my career. And so that's the time frame in which I was introduced to the home care industry space. Had no idea that this op option was out there and such an amazing um, choice for families to have this um, be available to them when they're looking for um, additional care options for their loved ones. So at that point in time, uh, my family and I were deciding uh, to transition back to the North Dakota area where our family yes. is from. Um, my father, while we were living out in Billings, Montana, he passed away of cancer. Um, similarly, my father-in-law had a brain tumor, both died early in their 60s. That was very difficult for our moms um, and my husband and I traveling back and forth. Again, that was an opportunity where home care would have been amazing as a support mechanism for our families during those times. Um, my mother, too, is now 80 and has a lot of health issues, so it was important for me to get back here and closer to her and be here for her. With that move, um, I decided that it was time for me to um, carve out my career path and uh, create a life in which we could um, fit our income into my husband's while starting a business is not easy and uh, you're not always able to take a salary right away. And so we made decisions such that we would be able to survive on just my husband's income alone for a while while I got senior helpers up and going. Um, so I decided to open a non-medical and home care agency. I looked at a few different brands. I did go with the franchise route um, because I have history with franchising. I also own a Pure Bar Fitness franchise. And looking at the different um, home care options that are out there, Senior Helpers really was, for me, the number one. They just are very, they're innovators in the home care space. Um, they have a lot of wonderful platforms that we as franchisees can utilize for our seniors in our local communities. Um, the CEO or head of our senior helpers um, was also at that time the president of the Home Care Association. Um, so having somebody on your, uh, somebody like that who clearly takes um, has a huge passion for what we're doing. Um, that was important to me as well. Um, so it's been a wonderful, full, wonderful fit for me. So, you know, you had a lot of options of who you could have aligned with and obviously you chose senior helpers. What was it specifically about them that you felt like was different uh, versus some of the other options out there? Mm -hmm. 
So some of the proprietary programs that Senior Helpers off offers, um, and again, my nursing background, I have a clinical side to me, so some of it is definitely more meaningful. So we have a staying home safe program for anybody that um, is coming home from a post-acute stay. Um, we know that readmission rates are very costly to hospital systems uh, from a family perspective. We don't want our loved ones coming out and then going right back in. Um, so the Staying Home Safe program um, reduces readmission rates for the Medicare population to less than 5%. Normally nationally, that number is closer to 20%. But if you go home with senior helpers and our Staying Home Safe program, we are going to make sure that you are getting your therapies. We're going to make sure you're taking the medications um, that were prescribed to you post-discharge, getting to your medical appointments with your providers, um, having healthy meals, getting um, your home environment taken care of. Um, we're just gonna make sure all those things are happening for you and that it, that all of that together helps prevent those readmission rates. Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges that a lot of families have is, uh, you know, they obviously would love to keep their loved one home as long as possible before going into assisted living, but it's an extremely difficult decision to make. And it's a difficult decision to make to go to home care too, when someone, um, has been able to live on their own with no problems, but then there's gradual decline. It happens to all of us uh, over the course of time. What are some of the key trigger points that people should look for? Where it's like, okay, mom or dad just cannot live. They can still live at home maybe, but not on their own. How are some ways that some, someone could help them? Sure. So some key things to look for for your loved one to know that they need more support. Um, I'm always looking medications. Um, are they taking their medications? And if you are over there visiting with them and notice they might have a, a pill pack um, that is still has doses in it that they should have taken, um, those medication reminders are something our staff can do and monitor and make sure that they are taking those meds. That's super important at this age. You might notice cognitive decline, normal aging of the brain. Um, that happens with all of us. But when they start to get very confused, they're at risk of wandering, especially here in North Dakota. This is not the area of the country that um, you want someone out wandering when it's 30 below. Um, you might notice that their house is unkept. They're starting to sleep on a couch or in a chair. Maybe they're wearing the same clothes multiple days in a row. Um, their hygiene just isn't what it was. Um, the other thing is too, is if they're lonely, we saw that a lot during COVID. So if they're lonely, just having somebody um, to come in and spend a little bit of time with them, that enrichment can really turn them around from someone who is maybe just homebound, sitting in a chair, watching television, not getting good nutrition. Um, you know, it gets lonely at that age too, as far as meals go. You're not as inclined to just have a healthy meal for yourself. But if you have someone from Senior Helpers sitting next to you, engaging in conversation, helping prepare that meal with you, um, that can really help them in all those aspects. And again, Senior Helpers is not there to do things for you. We are striving for independence. And so our goal is to make sure that you are um, able to do the things that you normally would do, but maybe you need a little additional support. Um, maybe helping cook, but you can no longer, because of shoulder pain, reach higher up in those cupboards. We can help grab things that you can't 
help with the the cleanup. Maybe the not so fun aspect, but we're going to do things with you, not for you as much as possible. Then there's the set of clients that actually do need things done for them. They're at a different level and we will do that. But again, we're always striving for independence. So many little things that can make such a difference that you don't think about um, that can help keep someone in their home longer, no doubt about that. So I think it's also important to touch on that um, people maybe don't realize they have their own choice when it comes to a home care provider that maybe some people think, well, they have to use whoever their physician refers to them. This is wide open where people can really uh, use whoever they want to on this. And is that is that something you run into sometimes where people don't think they have a choice? Um, I think not, I think more so we run into, um, our providers are wonderful about giving them, we have a senior resource guide in the Cass and Clay County area here in Fargo. Um, so they are given a list of options. Um, but I think again, people fail to realize that home care even exists. So there's the set of individuals where a, a living facility type community is wonderful. Um, they're still maybe socially active. Um, they're able to do all the fun things that those communities provide. It's for me, I think when they need a different level of care where that one-on-one -on -one home care is really important because they're not waiting for a call button to be answered. Um, they have someone right there who's focused on them and only them and not a floor of other residents. Um, memory care issues can be challenging too. It's really nice because we specialize in um, dementia care too. We can help help manage behaviors um, in the home a little bit better than sometimes they can in a facility environment because again we're one-on-one. -on -one. We can tailor our care plan specifically to that individual. They get 100% of our attention um, so we're able to help manage them a little bit better in a home environment where they're familiar too. Taking them out of their familiar space is only going to exacerbate some of those challenges with dementia. This all sounds great, Tanya, but of course, how the heck are we going to pay for it? I'm sure that's something that the family members are always uh, struggling with and trying to figure out the, handling the cost for it. But another thing I don't think a lot of people realize is the um, options that there for help and assistance for paying for these services, especially in North Dakota where you're at. Um, what are some advice that you have for people to seek out options to help in payment for this? So that is definitely um, an important topic. We are happy to navigate that with you. Um, so if you call us, um, I'm gonna uh, look at the different options that you might qualify. I might also refer you to the Aging Disability Resource Link. Um, so home and community-based services are huge. Um, we know that a lot of people are trying to age in place and um, do so at, in their home environment and in their communities. And there are more and more states that are helping to fund that um, if you qualify financially. And so um, I can certainly look at connecting you to those resources and the different state and federal programs that are available. Um, if you are a Medicaid recipient, um, those services would be covered under Medicaid. Um, we also have some amazing grants here, specifically in the state of North Dakota. Um, in other states, you just have to explore the options, but North Dakota has a family caregiver support program. So those family non-paid caregivers that live with you on a day-to-day -day basis, they need respite, they need time, they um, 
they have a big job caring for their loved one 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so that program actually pays for our services to come in and give that family caregiver a break to go get their hair done, go for coffee with a friend, get some shopping done, be able to leave their loved one at home and not have to take them with them, which can be sometimes very challenging depending on the medical condition or cognitive um, challenges that they're having. So that again is a paid for service and we can help them navigate that. Also, there are insurance options. So if you have a long-term care insurance policy, we can navigate that with you to see if there's a benefit for home care through your policy. And then of course, veterans have lots of benefits available to them, those that have served our country, whether it's the VA aid and attendance program, um, and that too is available for the veteran and their spouse. Um, and then if they are integrated in the VA health system, um, we can be uh, called upon to, to do some homemaker and home health aid services in their home that are paid for through the VA services. Fantastic. And you have your own success story with or your own personal story with home care, but I'm sure you have several success stories since you've uh, teamed up with Senior Helpers. Can you share with our viewers uh, one uh, particular heartwarming success story that uh, comes to mind? Yeah, I guess the one that always comes to my mind, um, we took over services um, for a client. She had um, Parkinson's and she was on hospice care. She was living in a facility here in Fargo and it was during COVID times. Family was noticing a significant decline in her um, just being isolated at that facility during COVID. They made the decision um, to bring her home. They did have some long-term care insurance and so they brought her home with 24-7 care, um, and we stepped in as their care provider. They had had a, another care company that wasn't quite meeting their expectations. And when I went over and met with them, um, clients like this one that are 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and have a lot of care needs, they're, it's very important that we provide that continuity of care, and we're always very reliable. And I promised that to um, the husband, knowing that sometimes that can be a challenging promise to make, but those clients, I just would never leave without somebody. And so we cared for her in their home 24 hours a day for several months before she passed. And um, I was at her funeral service and I gave the family a big hug and I, and they reminded me of my promise and that I never broke it. And that meant so much to them. And it meant so much to them to be able to keep her at home um, in those final months and not have her in a facility. And so they were just so grateful. So those hugs and those tears and knowing that we, um, helped facilitate that environment where the individual is where they want to be throughout that phase and the family is able to spend that time with them um, is so important. Amazing. I, I definitely can see how impactful this can be for you and, and how you'd want to just uh, continue to help as many people as you possibly can. So uh, hopefully this podcast can connect you even with one family to create another success story like that one. Um, what is the best way for people to reach out to you and start the process and inquire and figure out if uh, your services are right for them? Absolutely. So they can find us on the internet um, at www.seniorhelpers.com um, Fargo. And then our phone number is 701-809-7300. So call, um, find us on the web, 
uh, we're happy happy to help navigate again. We're just, we like to be trusted advisors. So we're gonna point you in the right direction for your family, whether or not it's our services or something else that's available in the community. Fantastic info, Tanya. I know your services are in high demand and a lot of people are inquiring about this now. So I look forward to getting this out there and uh, hopefully connecting you with more people you can help. Thanks so much for joining us for, with this great information today. Thanks for having me.